Welcome to the Mind of Moguls podcast where we talk all things moguls. And what's on your mind? Let's go. Let's go. What is up? Hey, y'all. Hey, hey. We are on episode number six. Seven. Is it? Oh, I don't even know. (laughs) (laughs) Episode number seven. How was your Thanksgiving? I had a good Thanksgiving. Um, I did something different. I didn't have to cook anything. I literally baked a cake for the the first time. I usually make this specific cake that my family always requests. It's a strawberry punch bowl cake. Um, But this time I made a carrot cake from a TikTok recipe and it turned out really good. How was mm. your Thanksgiving? It was my birthday. So I was going to say, in really your birthday, you know, I was calling <laughs> both because it was both. It was really good. I didn't do anything, which is good for me because I'm always doing, doing something. Yeah. <gasps> oh, wait. We got to talk about this salmon because you did not send me a picture. See, you told me to send you a picture of my cake, but I did not see that honey baked salmon. How oh. did that turn out? <laughs> it was good. Mm-hmm. I, I made it into like bites. So okay. it was really good. I haven't been eating meat, y'all, so I'm on I'm officially probably going to be a pescatarian. So That's I've big. Been, yeah, I just been um if I could just get my face to be not fat. Like I can see my body slimming down, but my face when I smile my cheeks. Cause them dimples gotta shine. <laughs> Those ain't going nowhere. Mm, but yeah, it was good. I ended up cooking kale and collard greens potatoes um my grandma made some mac and cheese and some corn so I got that from her mm. and then what else did I make um salmon sweet potatoes it was something I made oh so you had a full spread yes because I don't ever know what my grandma and aunt are gonna do <laughs> so <laughs> girl I be up and up just have a backup right. in case they don't. Because now we are the adults. Yes. <laughs> like, Absolutely. We are the ones who cooking. cooking. Now they expect us to cook. They want to sit down and they want us to cook. Yeah. So mm. I had to make sure I made a little bit of something. <laughs> I just be trying to get out of it. Just come up with a dessert. And then they, they kind of let me slide with that. So. <laughs> Mm-mm. I don't be really on the stand behind the stove. Not for that holiday. Mm-mm. Not for that holiday. Oh, what holiday? <laughs> <laughs> um, specifically, like, I'll grill for 4th of July. You be grilling? I grill. And I will cook for Mother's Day, um, Father's Day. I'll do those holidays because I hate going to the restaurants because they be crazy crowded. Mm-hmm. But... Those holidays, I do a little something, something. Not the major ones when everybody coming over. You got to cook a lot. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I, I like and small. I've not mastered cooking small because my grandmama just taught me to cook. So like, everybody can have enough. The big, yeah. That's what they ask. So, Make sure it's enough for everybody. <laughs> Even the, the guy that I'm dating, he be like, why do you make this much food? It's just me and you. I'm like, mm-hmm. I had never learned how to just cook for two. Like, mm. my grandmama always, her measurements, like, <laughs> cook the whole thing of spaghetti noodles. You know what I'm saying? The whole box. Yes. Wow. And then you have some <laughs> left over if you don't eat it, you know, right then. But 
he just be like, why did, why are you cooking all this? And I'd be like, I, first of all, I want us to have plenty, but then two, like my grandmama just taught me to cook big, yeah. in big portions, I should say. Hmm. That's interesting. Yeah. Um, what is coming up? We have the Chris Brown and Usher. Then uh, Flash yeah. New Year's R&B night party. Oh, so, y'all, we are preparing. We just had a meeting. We're preparing. We are gearing up for that, going into um, grind mode seriously yes. this next week. So you'll be seeing us push out a lot more stuff. And my apologies, the D. Scott episode has not gone up. So it'll probably go up at the same time this one Ooh, has see, I get on two YouTube. for one. Yeah, so... And that one was really good, too. It was real good. Be looking out for that. It's just been crazy. I have not had a chance to do shorts and all that (laughs) stuff from these guys' episode, but we will get those pushed out, I promise. But, yes, we are preparing for the Chris Brown and Usher. Um, It's a dinner in noir and blanc. Blanc. Um, So that means black and white. Um, But, yeah. We're excited. Get your tickets online, simplymoguls.com. And, um, yeah. Be on the lookout. Because I think, so Chris Brown hinted that he's going on tour, too. Mm. He's, he hasn't announced it yet. He said it's too early. So it's a slight possibility that we'll be able to get tickets for Usher and Chris Brown. We're going to try. We're going to see what we can do, y'all. We're going to see. That's going to be exciting. That is really exciting. Speaking of um, getting tickets, our uh, mogul, we sent two moguls to go see Kirk Franklin. And I'll try to insert the pictures here. I was wondering um, about that. I was like, oh, man, I hope she took some pictures. She did. She okay. took some pictures. What's well, um, the feedback? Yeah. So um, we will definitely uh, insert those pictures. And we hope they had a great time. From the pictures, they look like they did. So. Good. That's what's they up. They look like they did. Um, big mogul moves. Uh, Monique opens a salon. <laughs> Yay. Congratulations. Yes, How did that you. feel? It's still unbelievable, right? Like, right now to this moment, I still can't believe, like, I'm a salon owner. Like, I have a location, and it's mine. Yeah. And a partner, but it's mine. And mm-hmm. it's something that, first off, I never dreamed of, but... It's amazing. It feel good. I'm happy. It's here. Yay. Yay. First the mini, first the mini. Yes. Let's talk about how you celebrated your birthday, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Mogul moves <laughs> yet again. <laughs> so um, I had a worship night because I'm just a church girl um, at heart. So worship night. And the night was led by Millennial Women, and so it was called The Vault When Millennial Women Worship. And it was amazing. It, it was long, but I had such a good time. Yeah. Um, it was so good. Oh, I cannot wait to the next one. I um, can't wait to roll the footage back because I was out there working the desk for a while, but as soon as I walked in the room, I couldn't help but stand up. Like, I couldn't even sit down when I walked in. Yeah, like, the was worship good. was just that high. It was amazing to be in that room, y'all. I just, she did an amazing job. I'm glad the Lord put that on your heart. 
Um, and even looking at the feedback from people that attended and their testimonies and what that moment gave them that, I mean, you did what you were supposed to do. God is good. Yes. Okay. So what are we talking about today? Today's topic is how do we word it? What do we want to do before we became a mogul? Yeah, let me look at it. Let me see what the exact title. What we, we had this all <laughs> mapped out, y'all. Before I became a mogul, I always wanted to be. There we go. There we go. That sounds much better. <laughs> That's the tagline we're rolling with. <laughs> Is your childhood dream still alive? Mm. I don't remember what I wanted to be as a child. Really? No, I think I remember watching um, my daycare graduation video, and I said I wanted to be something like a computer scientist or something. Mm-hmm. A computer, I don't know, something weird. Well, not weird. I don't want to. No, no. <laughs> not weird. It was not heard of for a little black girl. I think I was one of. Computers are still fairly really new when we were kids. Yeah. You was ahead of your time. Yeah, I don't (laughs) remember. um, I don't remember. It was, I just know that it wasn't anything like, I want to be a a doctor or, Mm -hmm. you know, I don't remember vocalizing um, something that common. So for me, I used to have this book and it was like one of those pre-K through 12 Mm -hmm. books. And I used to keep all my stuff in it. Um, and I would go back through it from time to time. I probably still got this book, but anywho, I realized I wrote down what I wanted to be when I was seven years old. Uh, I had to be in the second grade at that time. And I wrote, I want to be a lawyer. That's what I wrote when I was seven years old. Mm -hmm. And I kept that dream all the way up until I got to a law office. (laughs) (laughs) So it changed. <laughs> Ooh, I, I, that is, I don't know. You don't want to be no more? Part of me, I will not lie, part of me still has the desire to be an attorney at, at some point when I feel like I have fulfilled my destiny. I feel mm-hmm. like I will still go after that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, being an attorney. In my family, I have a lot of attorneys, and I never knew what type of attorney I wanted to be until I got to the law firm. Mm-hmm. I kind of started looking into entertainment law. Um, so, but it kind of like died down because, I mean, in Chattanooga, is not a lot of entertainment, of entertainment mm-hmm. here. So you can't really find a lot of information about it or, you know, make the connections you need to make here you know, to get into that realm of law. So um, right now I'm at a personal injury firm, and it's it's actually good. I like that type of work. I like helping people. Um, but, yeah, that's that was my childhood dream to be an attorney. So I think after 40-something, I may go back and pursue that. We'll see. <laughs> I'm going to read something that I found on Facebook. Well, actually, I shared it today. Um, it was a girl who um, 
the post was about this was about another post. So mm-hmm. the first post said, I got accepted into my dream neuroscience PhD program. I've been manifesting this day since I was 12 years old. And she posted a picture of her saying, Dr. Taylor, whatever, mm-hmm. when she was 12. So now she said, you know, she just got accepted. Wow. So basically she's doing what she's doing. So the post said, there are no coincidences. If you come up with an idea, it's for a reason. Stop talking, stop talking yourself out of your own greatness. You are meant to have the life laid out in your birth chart. It can be the lower octave where you stay in the vibration of the family you were born into, or you can rise up into a higher level. You don't have any skills that aren't meant for you to use during this journey. Every idea that comes your way is a clue. It's a puzzle piece. Example, your chart says you came to be a singer or you were born to be a singer. If you took the lower vibration or didn't develop your potential, you likely would have a beautiful voice that's only used personally or during karaoke <laughs> while you work another job. If you'd taken the higher vibration or started working towards it with dedication, you'd have a range of options for your voice to be heard. Mm-hmm. So it says you're always doing what's in your design, but at what octave do you pursue? Yeah. That's good. Yeah. So I think, because I, I always found it, like, interesting, the all the gifts and talents that people have. Like, do you fully tap into tap them? Tap into Ooh, them. Girl, I can say I have not fully tapped into all my gifts and talents. <laughs> <laughs> what about you? I know I got too many. I have so many. People literally call me chain of all trades. Yes. Yeah. And I mean, and you're the same way. Yeah. We can sing. We can cook. Mm-hmm. What else do we do? You do a lot of stuff. You're real hands on. And I'm hands on too, but it's two different, different types of hands on. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's just crazy. But it kind of tapped back into what we talked about with D. Scott, where it's like, do you chase multiple bags at one time? Because just because yeah. you have so many talents, are you supposed to use them all at the same time? Yeah. I think, yes. I mean, not to like 10. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. you can't really, you can't really master that many at the same time without money. Oh, that to change. I think money. <laughs> It accelerates things, and it definitely makes things easier. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, I definitely think tapping into multiple streams at once, Um, I think that helps you to figure out what you want to do. Can we talk about how today's kids, do you think that their, their um, occupations or their dream – like, what do you want to be when you grow up? Has it changed from when we were young? Absolutely. And it's rather frightening. Oh. What is <laughs> I'm not. I, I do. I fear that, honestly. Um, because now, I'm going to okay. tell you this. So, it's frightening because, um, this is an odd story, but 
the one of my coworkers, she has a kindergarten. Her son is in kindergarten. So she went on a field trip with her son. And on the field trip, one of his classmates told her, uh, I wish my mom was here. Um, she's at home, working from home, being lazy. <laughs> and I feel like nowadays, like with the internet and like COVID, everything has changed for the upcoming generation. Yeah. So they don't really see the working class. Like they think as long as you're at home, you're just at home. Mm -hmm. They don't know what it means to actually go out or hustle or, you know what I mean? Put forth actual effort to work and make a living because they see you can make a living from home, especially in the TikTok and you know what I mean? Um, yeah. Influencer error. Like it just seems as simple as putting a phone in front of you or putting a computer in front of you. And this is how I live. This is where my money will come from. Yeah. And I think that has really shifted what our future will be. For sure. So scary. So <laughs> that's why I'm doing everything I can. So my child don't have that kind of thought process because I'm trying to help her. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I just, I fear that for her. I don't feel like jobs will be taken seriously at all by the time she's an adult. I feel like it's going to be a situation where you'll have to leave something behind for your kids in order for them to, you know, be able to make it. I think that's with anything, though. You're going to have to leave your legacy, you know, the generations after you. Mm -hmm. You're going to have to leave them something. Yeah, set up um, some type of road to success. <laughs> <laughs> Woo, it's a little scary. A little scary. So you are in the vein of what you said you want to be when you grow up. Yeah, in a sense, but I that has changed though. Yeah. Because I mean, I'm a salon owner now like this. I'm in hair. <laughs> but you still in law too. I'm still in law. But now my passion has shifted. Yeah, and but I think that only comes with growing up, like mm -hmm. with becoming older. You know, then you kind of see what you what are you passionate enjoy. about. Yeah. yeah. So, um, what about you? Because you worked behind a desk for a while, and then yeah. you created your own. Yeah. Um, I don't think when I worked um, in corporate America, I worked in corporate America in corporate America because it paid well mm -hmm. not because like ooh, I always want to you know work here or you know and in my family we were just always taught to get a, a good job, good job and yeah. stay there and mm -hmm. retire and you know yes get the benefit <laughs> so <laughs> um like I said I don't I don't think when I, you know, started working in corporate America and climbing that ladder because when I did work in corporate America, I was good at what I did. Right. And um, I became a trainer and, you know, was part of, like, the elite team. So oh, okay. um, it was very hard to leave mm. that job to pursue my dreams. But, right. um, 
Yeah, I I don't think I'm nowhere near what I mean. Like I said, when that daycare graduation video, that's the only time that I remember like vocalizing what I wanted to be when I grew up. And I cannot remember what I said. I, it was computer, maybe it was analysis or something. It was something so like what? Yeah. Um, But like me working in the podcast studio and like computers and graphic design. So you're like, still I'm doing still it in, in the vein. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I guess we both yeah. kind of still in the vein of what we said we wanted to be. Now, I want to be an influencer that gets paid to eat, travel, live, breathe, wake <laughs> up. Do you hear me? Breathe. Heavy on the breathe. <laughs> Yeah. I want to be paid ad money for waking <laughs> up. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. I do. I was telling the guy that I'm dating, listen, <laughs> the sooner you get rich, the sooner <laughs> I could be happy. I'm I mean, I'm happy now, but right. like, I just, because now, like, and it, we talked about this a little bit, but the pressures of bills, like having to worry or be concerned about them every 30 days and just sometimes every day, like what I'm going to eat, what I'm going to, what we going to wear, what is the car going to crank? Do we got gas? Right. Did we pay the insurance? Is the lights going to be on? Is the water? Did you get the, I just, it's tiring. Yeah. And I just, I want a life where I do not have to worry about that. I know. I don't pay everything. I don't pay everything. Yeah. But that's also, the goal. don't ask me for no money. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't pay it, but I ain't got it. Mm, yeah. That's so. that a good goal. I will say, one, like, oddly enough, now that I'm sitting back thinking about it, when you spoke on corporate America, I was influenced by my mom. Uh huh. Cause my mom always like dressed up to go to work. Yeah. Every now and then when I was out of school as a kid, I would have to go to work with her. So my first, you know, time seeing, you know, somebody sit behind a desk in the office, it was my mom. So I looked up to that. Like I was like, Oh, one day I want to be like my mom and work Mm -hmm. in the office. I just knew that. Yeah. I ain't never want to have my own office or nothing like that. I just knew I want that. So that kind of shaped me. Do you have any, like, memory of anybody that you looked up to in their field of work that you may have kind of said, oh, that may be cool? Mm-mm. My mama did a lot. Yeah. <laughs> my mama, and what's crazy is I found her one of her old badges. She used to work at a... Um, a rehabilitation center mm-hmm. and her badge said claims processor and the last job that I had in corporate America I was a claims processor so wow. it's just crazy yeah. um that you really do follow in their the footsteps, footsteps. Mm-hmm. Um, without knowing sometimes yeah she was a claims processor I'm trying to remember like uh, she drove so she drove for Alexian Brothers which is like the elderly um care center Mm-hmm. Um, and then she also drove the school bus for Hamilton County. So she did a lot of right. different, like, different stuff. But I do remember 
we went to Atlanta one year and we took quick pics. And this was before it had came to Chattanooga. Okay. Uh-huh. And so um, she wanted to open one up here. The man that she asked to do her backdrops, because, you know, in quick pics, you could go and it was like a Change whole bunch them. of different mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, green, orange. You could pick whatever backdrop they had. Heart stars, you know, just different ones, but they was all different colors. And so the man, she had invested money into, like, these different white backdrops. This was before, like, you could get it ordered or right, whatever. Right, yeah. She um, invested money in the white backdrops and... Um, she was going to pay somebody to, like, spray, like, Uh the different designs on it. Girl, that man took her money, and I would just never forget that. Yeah. So it's, like, always been – I guess I could always see, like, an entrepreneurial Mm -hmm. vein in her. Um, So, yeah, took her money. And then somebody opened up the Quick Picks in uh, Northgate after that, but – Wow. Yeah. Just imagine if she would have been the first. Because around that time, <laughs> ooh, Quick Picks was maybe unheard was of, but it was definitely making money. I think they should bring it back. I told um, one of my photographer friends, I said, yeah, you need to think about doing Quick Picks again. Because I think. Well, now they just do the um, selfie museums. But that's your own picture. But nobody right. wants to print it anymore. Everything is just posted on the internet. Yeah. Post, post, post. Yeah. But I'm sure it's a happy medium somewhere. Yeah. And now that you say it, it yeah, it'll probably come back. Mm. Oh, my. I'm trying to think of um, our childhood dreams. How, just life is just so different now. Let's talk about this one. Because <laughs> as so kids, different. what we used to think we was. What? We was a singing group, remember? TSM. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we yes. thought we was going to be a singing group like TSC. Yeah. We did. Absolutely. So we can say that is that was one of our childhood dreams. Yeah, one of the group. Mm-hmm. And no, <laughs> <laughs> you can't pay me to sing now. Ooh, girl, be like, who sing? No, I don't sing. <laughs> Do you sing? No. Can you? That's a different question. <laughs> can you sing? Yes. Do you sing? No. Mm-mm. Yeah, so. that is so funny. But yeah, we did the singing group for a little while. Then we did the praise dance too. Yeah. But I was serving in the church. Yeah, we was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> but oh, I feel like I need to go back and serve. The church? Yeah. Why? I don't serve now. Uh-huh. I just go and worship. I'm a, you know, I'm one of those. A tithing worshiper. That's what I do. I have no other thing that I do in the church right now. Mm-hmm. Well, I didn't want to go to church. And why is that? Um, A part of it was 
residue from the divorce. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just haven't found a church that's um I just haven't found a church that I can say is home. Okay. What's the last time you visited? So you said you don't feel like you found one that you can call home or feels yeah. like home. Yeah, that feels like home. Have you visited? Yes. Like a lot? Not a lot, okay. but I've visited enough to say I visited. Okay. You're going to see. That's, then that, too, probably is part of why I'm feeling like, okay, I want to move. Because it's just, mm. if y'all have not listened to the podcast, the past six episodes, I am over Chattanooga, <laughs> I think. I'm just, I've been here 33 years. And. Will you, let me ask you this. Will you say it's always been a desire to leave Chattanooga? No. Really? Because I didn't leave for college. I didn't, you know. Um, but now it's just like, you know how you feel like you've done everything and it's just like, well, what else is there to do? Yeah. And so, yeah, I'm just, I'm like, okay. It's always been my desire to leave Chattanooga. Part of me is like, I wouldn't say infatuated with the entertainment industry, but I feel like that's where you should be. Uh, that's where I should be in some capacity. In some capacity, like I have always been drawn to the entertainment industry, not necessarily wanting to be a star, but just wanting yeah. to be in the fast-paced working part of that industry. Yeah, I can see that. I mean, and that makes sense from. Your desire to be an entertainment lawyer, right. hair and makeup, right. fashion design. Yeah. It all, all yeah. <laughs> it all tied together mm-hmm. some way. Some, some way. Form. Entertainment. Um, so initially when I finished college, I wanted to like when I finished my bachelor's, I went to California to um interview for a job in California as soon as I graduated with my bachelor's. And I was like, if I get this job, I'm not going back to Chattanooga. Yeah, I took everything I had and went out there and tested for this job. And it was just a simple um, 911 operator for um, the Santa Barbara Police Department. Mm -hmm. Of course, they asked you questions like about locations. What's the, you know, code for this? What's the code for that? I was studying their city. (laughs) Right. So I could take this test. And it was basically like a group interview. It was a group interview and um, made it through the interview, took the test, and you had to make above an 85 to go to the next part of the test to get mm. the job. I made an 81. <gasps> yep. Just missed it. Just missed it. no water. Okay. So you had to wait. No. Five, four, three, two. But so what I was going to do with that actual position was go to college out there, like start my um, Mm -hmm. law school career 
in California so that I can move forward towards the entertainment law. Oh. But yeah, I, I wanted to come back. I didn't want to come back to Chattanooga because I just didn't. That was not my desire. I felt like it was nothing here. And even the school I went to, it was a small town country school. So it wasn't like I was yeah. exposed to something bigger. That has just always been my desire to live in a bigger city and experience different things um, of that element. So, yeah. And then kind of when I got into fashion, um, that led me to um, New, New York. York. Yeah, oh my God. <laughs> I am so in love with New York. Like, it even got to the point where I considered moving to New York. Is it dirty? It is really dirty. It's real dirty. Like, but. What you like about it? The most attractive thing to me in New York is literally the subway. What? I don't know what he's going to say. But. The, um, how can I put it? Like, everything is so fast. Yeah. You can get there, like, yeah. from point A to point B in less than 10 minutes. In Times Square, if you step off that little thing and you don't move, move your oh, feet, yeah. you're going to get trampled. Yes. And I, I don't like by that. By the people, by cars, buses, taxis, everything. I don't like that. You have to be able to move. Yeah. And I'm okay with that. Like... <laughs> I went to That's New York. That's coming from a small town Chattanooga From a small town Chattanooga girl, honey. So it's definitely an adjustment. Oh, yeah. But I was, when I tell you, the first time I visited, I visited with a group. And I took the subway map. And everywhere we said we was going, I was like, okay, y'all, this is the map. This We got to get on here. We got to go down this way. This going to be our exit. Ooh. That stresses me out. I still have the map to this day. I've been to New York three times, and I take that same subway map with me every time I get my metro card. Baby, you think I was a citizen. (laughs) I'd be, when I tell you, ready to go to New York. Love it. When I was coming back from Minneapolis, you had to, so it was two terminals in Mm -hmm. the airport, and one of the terminals, it left the airport to go to, like, a sub terminal, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. baby. I got on the wrong direction. Oh my gosh! <laughs> so I do not like stuff like that. Really? Mm-mm. So okay, that makes me wonder. Do you know the top three places you're considering to move for relocation? If I keep, if I keep on, I want to move out of the country. Oh wow! If I keep on, I'm I want to move to like Senegal or something. But we're gonna see. You'll be so unreachable. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Off the map, literally. Wow. Okay. So That's, we'll see. That come from that girl you sent me that video of. What girl? Oh, oh. Ellie. Mm-hmm. No. Well, if she did sell that, though. I she, will say she yeah. wasn't even talking about She talked about it a little bit, but that wasn't the point of her whole video. But Ellie talking money. Yeah. Wow. Um, yeah, we're going to see. I have thought about, like, Chicago. Um, That's fast-paced. Yeah. I mean, all the places that I think I would kind of think about um, would be fast-paced. 
um, Chicago. I thought about um, California, um, Arizona, potentially. Okay. And then maybe Texas. We'll see. I have a colleague that moved from, she went to college with me in Martin, and she is thriving in Arizona. Yeah. We got, I'm going to make some visits, so we'll see. Okay. Chicago. <laughs> no. <laughs> What's no. wrong with Chicago? Oh. I, that was, you know, that's where my ex-husband is from. Oh, yeah. So we used to visit a often. lot. Yeah. And their cold is it's a different cold. There's snow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm used to the city shutting down when it's snow. Yeah. And then we don't get a lot. We don't have to go to work. <laughs> Baby, they were still out there. <laughs> <laughs> you got to drive. They don't snow. Okay, good. Yay. <laughs> no, I like to stay at home. You know, how we stay at home with the snow. You just sit yeah. in the house. Don't go nowhere. It's not look like out that. the window and say it's pretty. Baby, like I'm sure the school bus is still coming <laughs> when there's snow out there. So, yeah, I just, uh-uh. I, I cannot do Chicago. I like it to visit, though, but living, no. I, I, I can't do that element for living. In New York, it's probably the same, if we're just being honest. Right. But you're not driving as much in New York. Like, most citizens of New York don't even own a vehicle. Yeah. And I can live with that. I definitely, I was talking to the guy that I'm dating, we talked about different luxuries and like, I definitely want a driver. If I didn't have to worry about no gas. Mm -hmm. One day I said I was going to just allocate money for Ubers. We'll see. Because I could just get used to that lifestyle, just not driving. I like doing. Calling the car. So would you try like doing. Saving for a month and just do a whole month of Ubering and mm-hmm. not using your vehicle. Mm-hmm. Oh, you should really try that out. I, I want to and see. Um, probably in 2024, I'm going to try to, because at the vault, the worship night, Minister Toya said that it's me season. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so um, just like celebrate. I need to ask her for those 10 things too. Um she said that there were 10 things that we needed to be doing to celebrate me season. Um, she said you need to. some of us need to say no more. Mm-hmm. Some of us need to say yes more. Um, but, like, doing the little things that make you happy. And so um, I am going to try to budget for, like, a driver and a chef, um, even though I enjoy cooking. So I probably would, probably would budget for a driver and a uh, – cleaning service i'm so. leaning towards the cleaning because <laughs> i like to i do like to cook so um i could you know maybe use a meal prep here or there but mm-hmm. i enjoy like going to grocery store and coming home and unpacking it, it. Yeah. yeah so um but yeah well the cleaning service is a luxury but i because i'm so away from home now that i'm doing 50 million things. <laughs> mm-hmm. And my house just be don't be looking like home when I get home. Yeah. Because I be leaving all the time rushing. Yeah. And stuff just go where it go. <laughs> so that is one of my goals for 2024 is to hire help. Hire help. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. I don't know. But I think the ultimate dream um, is to live in the soft girl world as an adult. I'm telling you, I just want to get paid <laughs> to birth, to live, to open my eyes, to blink, <sighs> and to I, inhale and exhale. I can honestly, I don't know, would this still be considered soft girl if you made it your soft girl, Earl? Like, if you put forth the work to basically retire yourself, is it still a soft girl, Earl? Or is it only soft girl if somebody puts you in that position? Mm Mm-mm. Okay. I don't know, has that been determined, like? No, I think if you in soccer era, it don't matter how you got there. How you got there. Okay. I think we should probably look into that, too. What? The soft girl era, what it actually means. Yeah. Maybe that can be a topic. That. Yeah. That'd be but a yeah. good one. I, I think Maybe I would can, like to do um, that. Put myself we in can, my soft girl um, era. Ask uh, the Tea and Champagne podcast. They want to talk about that. That'll be cool. Yeah, we'll reach out. All okay. right. Final mogul moment. Mm. What's yours? Um, my final mogul moment. I think um, just realizing that, like, our childhood dreams are just so different from what today's children's childhood dreams are. Mm-hmm. Like, even like with Christmas coming up, I for my birthday was Thanksgiving, so I was around my niece and nephews and um, just like their Christmas list. I mean, just I mean because we have evolved time, you know, mm-hmm. we're in a technology centered culture and world right now. Right. So of course their list looks different, but like it's way different. Like. They want phones. They want, and I just be like, we wanted a Barbie doll. So, so what just, are their ages? Oh, what's gosh. the youngest? The youngest will be four in January. Um, then we got a nine-year-old and a nine-year-old, and then thirteen. So He's turning thirteen. What age asks for a phone? That's my real question. <laughs> The nine, one of the nine-year-olds. Well, okay. really, both the nine-year-olds. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they want V books, and <laughs> I'm like, what? Yeah, yeah. So, but the thing is, these kids today, they don't know the value of a dollar. Like no. they just see stuff they want it. They figure we can ask for it; it'll happen. They don't know it costs money. Yeah. Or how hard it is to come by said money. Yeah. I mean, it just, like I said, <laughs> that's my final moment, moment is, and also realizing that, like, you really are, you really are within the vein. Like, we both are in the vein of what we said when we were young. I just, mm-hmm. I know that, um, I just remember vocalizing. That's the only thing I remember vocalizing is, mm-hmm. like, computer analysis um so being in graphic design and podcast engineering and all that kind of stuff even with simply props um building things right. and using my hands um 
you know, it's pretty cool to like see those things come to fruition. Yeah. Yeah. I will agree. I think my final mogul moment is um no dream is unreachable. Yeah. On our conversation. Um everything that I've kind of mentioned as a child that I wanted to do, I've made, you know, an attempt to do it or go after it. Whether or not it succeeded, I at least tried it. Yeah. So um that that's my takeaway from today's conversation is no dream is unreachable. Yeah. And that's good. I, I am always going to be one of the people that will champion for trying something. Mm-hmm. Like, even if it don't work, at least you tried it because you never know if that it won't work until right. you do try so you it. Try. So mm-hmm. that's a good mogul moment, final mogul moment. All right. All right. Until next time, you Until guys. Time. Thank you for joining us for the Mind of Moguls podcast. podcast.